What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Stop Playing With Me podcast, where we are advocating for the underdog in ourselves. All 2023 long, huh? I am your lovely, beautiful, talented, incredible, confident, competent, healthy, and wealthy co-host Kirsten dot S dot Lewis huh and I wouldn't be me if it wasn't for he and he who shall be named is none other than the Holy Ghost honey clap it up clap it up clap it up for the Holy Ghost because let's be very clear he is the one that is running the show (laughs) there is nothing else I can say other than if he does not give me what to say I don't know what it needs to be said But welcome back to the party, y'all. As y'all can see, this season has been real soulish, huh? It's been real soulish and we've been like really digging and diving into all the different aspects of the soul and how like certain things play a part in the health of our souls. We can prioritize physical fitness, mental health, you know, self-care, self-awareness, spiritual health, but we also have to cater to our souls. And so make sure y'all tune in from the first episode on in this soulless series. And my prayer is that it encourages you all the more. Listen, y'all, we are on the road to 10K. I'm not quite sure where we at right now, but God placed it on my heart to start really pushing for the 10K following mark. And though I may not understand what doors it'll open, I do believe that it do, it will open some. And so if y'all been trying to kick it with your girl the long way, just go ahead and send to your aunties and your uncles and them and all those uh, involved in your life, your friends, your besties, you know what I'm saying? Uh, your work bays, huh? Jesus, send it to everybody, you know, so that we can cross the 10K follower threshold i now that all of the formalities are out of the way y'all listen i may not be on here too long because uh because this one is it's pretty straightforward i ain't gonna hold you so i'm gonna just hop into it there was a time very recently that I had to go through deliverance. You know what I'm saying? And I had told y'all about uh, words. I had told y'all about it a few weeks ago, just about how God had walked me, walked me through deliverance words. Wow, girl, hold on, stand, sit up. Maybe this will help. <laughs> but I told y'all about how God had walked me through deliverance for the first time a couple of weeks back. And Ever since then, I have really been making sure to prioritize deliverance because I understand its effects and understand how much it helps and how healing it really is. And so crazily enough, because, you know, God has a habit of making me tell y'all my business within this last month, I've really been asking God to change me. And there are quite a few things about my life and about my heart, you know, and about my soul even that only God knows the depths of. And so I said, God, listen, whatever in me that is not like you, I am literally surrendering it over to you. Like, please change me. 
I want you to change me. I don't want to have any bitterness, resentment, selfishness, you know, selfish ambitions like in my heart that is keeping me from being closer to you. Right. Oh, but when I prayed that prayer, I didn't know it was going to spin the block so quick. Right after that prayer, I believe that there were about three days where I manifested heavily. I couldn't even recognize me, y'all. Now, on paper, I look normal. On paper, hmm, it was just, you know, regular Kirsten. Oh, but the depths of my heart, it was almost as if every every part of my sinful nature had came up to the surface. I liken it to I don't know, like when when you separate, I guess, oil from water, you know, when oil, you know, it something like that, if stays at the top, it doesn't oil doesn't sink. So you can see the separation. I felt like there was just God had did like a separation in the spirit where like my sinful nature had literally come up to the surface of my flesh. And I was manifesting like there were certain thoughts that I was having feelings that I was having that were not a reflection of, of Christ in me. And it put me in a really, really dark space for those three days. Oddly enough. And typically I am always goofy in a good mood or like you know silly whatever the case may be I rarely get mad but I I remember feeling so bitter I remember feeling so bitter and resentful and I don't even know what for it just came up and so after those three days had passed I woke up one morning and I knew that I was going to have to fast, right? Because these things don't come out unless through prayer and fasting. And so I think on the first day of my fast, I woke up and God was like, we need to go through deliverance. And I was like, "Mm, okay. I said, okay, you know, I'm here for it, Jesus. And so I sat up and one thing. I can't say what was also very weird and what is what is very weird about the enemy's tactics is that sometimes when we are so heavy on the inside, it it muzzles us. I don't know if I'm the only one that feels like this or me and my friend, because we talked about it the other day. Like whenever I'm feeling like really, really heavy about something, it's almost as if I can't speak. And. You know, God forbid I have to pray out loud. It's almost as if like my prayers are halted, like I can't even speak. Right. And it feels like I'm muzzled and it becomes so, so hard to talk. And so what I did was pulled up a video and I was like, so this man is just going to walk me through uh, self-deliverance and I'm just going to say whatever he says. Right. I'm going to renounce these things. I'm going to forgive these people or these situations and I'm going to give God full control. I'm going to surrender and it's going to be great. And that's exactly what I did until it got to the prayer, (laughs) until it got to the prayer part. 
And so I'm over here like, you know, getting purging basically. And as soon as the man got ready to pray, God said, I want you to say your own prayer. And I was like, hmm, I, and y'all, it started off real dry. I ain't gonna hold you. It was kind of just like, God, I come out of agreement with these things. And I want you like, you know, to be in my heart fully. I don't want to carry the spirit of bitterness. I don't want, I renounce the spirit of fear. I renounce the spirit of resentment and take it out of me. God, you are Lord. You are King. It was like, it was there, but it was dry. And I don't know what happened, but somewhere between then and at that next moment, I remember holding myself. I remember holding myself and feeling the Holy Spirit come upon me. And I was just like, God, Jesus, who Jesus. And I don't even know where it came from, but I was like, God, it was so dark in there. I don't want to go back, Jesus. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. Just don't let me go, Jesus. Just don't let me go, Jesus. Don't let me go, Jesus. Like I, when I tell y'all, I was literally weeping and wailing because that's like that was like the first moment in three days where I had felt free, free from that darkness like free from the depth of that bitterness and resentment and selfishness and I was like God listen you can have all of me I don't want to go back to none of that and so the moral of the story is when God when you ask God to change you you expect for that thing to come up and come out but I can honestly say that as he is preparing me to be a wife I had to, I had to see, I had to see myself and my life through God's perspective. And there were certain things that was keeping me from seeing it. And at the end of the day, I made a choice to say, I'm choosing God and his will over my life above, like I said, bitterness, resentment, selfishness. I don't care how far my bloodline it stretches back. I wanted Jesus more and I wanted my future more. I wanted a healthy marriage more. I wanted emotionally intelligent children more. But I digress. But one other thing that Holy Spirit had placed on my heart during that time of deliverance was soul ties. And I was like, I was a little confused because now God, you know me, I ain't, you know, I ain't slipped and dipped with nobody in about a good seven years. So what you trying to say? And specifically he highlighted to me and I'm not ashamed to say this, you know, I've, I've been healed, but, but he highlighted to me, imaginations and expectations that I had had towards a certain person or even certain people my I'll, I'll, I'll even say that or even certain people that I had made doctrine over my life 
rather than the reality of God. You know what I'm saying? When in essence, creating fantasies, all those things is, is literally, especially if you creating fantasies about another person or just alternative realities or scenarios about another person, it's robbing them of the opportunity to be who God has actually ordained them to be. And so those things create soul ties as well. And for me, get behind me, Satan. Cause that thing, that thing is out. He's out y'all. He's out. But it hit me in a different way, but I still chose to submit to what Holy Spirit was saying. And so I was like, God, I come out of agreement with these soul ties. Like I, I repent for every ungodly imagination. I repent for ever thinking about like, you know, this person in a way that was not your thoughts concerning them. And I cast those thoughts down. I cast down every imagination and I commanded to obey Christ Jesus. I commanded to, you know, become subject to the spirit of God. And I command the word of God to literally cut through it. And um, just as it would through uh, John and Marrow, may it be a two-edged sword, all of that good stuff. I started praying and I think that was the point when I started doing all the weeping and the wailing. But I say that because, and oddly enough, I really didn't want to talk about soul ties because I didn't know too much about it, given the fact that I don't, you know what I'm saying? I thought that it was because I didn't, have sex so I didn't attach myself to nobody physically so I don't have soul ties but no also I think that there is a association with soul ties as also having imagination beyond your limits or beyond your boundaries having boundary pushing imaginations and creativity towards God's people so I had to come out of agreement with some things, y'all. And it was beautiful because now I'm able to see that person or those people through the eyes of God. And there's a casting down of expectations. There's a casting down of, you know, I, I, I doc idolatry yeah there's a casting down of idols like you know what i'm saying i'm no longer holding my thoughts on a pedestal and expecting my thoughts to come to pass when god's word says that his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts so i'm grateful for the purging, for the deliverance, because it puts me, my life, and my relationships in proper perspective. That's it. That's the post. Y'all, a lot of us are going to have to come out of agreement with some things. And part of that is ungodly soul ties that we have made to people, unhealthy attachments that we have made to certain ideologies 
into certain realities that God never said was our portion. This ain't me reprimanding y'all. Honestly, this is my encouragement because, you know, I had to get whooped before y'all. But yeah, like allow yourself to see from God's perspective and from his vantage point about people. Um, like I said, I can't really offer up too much information unless Holy Ghost got something to say. I can't really offer up too much information around separating soul ties between people. Like, you know what I'm saying? After you didn't, you know, after y'all didn't have sex, but from an emotional point, from an emotional standpoint, I will say, cast down every imagination and command it to obey Christ Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, I love y'all. And make sure y'all like this video simply because you love me back. And last but not least, love yourself as much as you love everybody else. And if you want to follow your girl, you can follow me at Kirsten.S.Lewis. And if you want to follow the Holy Ghost because you know you need him, you can follow him at the cross. Cut them soul ties. Cast down them imaginations. And go and live your healthy, best life and with a clear conscience and a clean soul. We got this, y'all. Listen, because we ain't going back. Listen, hold on. Hold on to yourself and to Jesus like I was during deliverance. And go be great. I'll talk to y'all later. Peace.